0: Grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet, as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper, as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, namaste everyone. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet, and my co host today is Patty Peterson. And we are both medical intuitives, self ascension intuitive counter, counselors, excuse me, and Evasa quantum healers. And so happy to be here with you all on this grand Wednesday, the first Wednesday of March. Yep, with a with a lively topic and one that seems to be yeah, seems to be ongoing. I don't know. (laughs) We are constantly trying to heal that body, take in higher frequencies, become lighter to make our lives a whole lot easier. Because any of those any of those past energies, any of the unresolved emotions any of that unforgiveness, anger, pain, you know, the energies, um, if they're not resolved, if they're not released, they get trapped in the physical body in any number of places Mm -hmm. and they stop your flow, they stop your joy, and they can cause a whole host of physical problems in the body. And that's what both Patty and I do is train medical intuitives is, is we, um, are trained to, to scan your energy field and find out where these energies are stuck and help you know clear them bring light to them and resolve them so that your life can be more joyful and you can have more vitality and um, so that's what we're going to go over today we're going to talk about um, maybe some different different areas where the energies get stuck and what that may manifest in the physical form as. And different ways for, you know, trying to address, you know, do I have emotions stuck somewhere? And where might they be stuck? And how do I know I have this going on? And, and you know, what can I do about it to free myself? Mm-hmm. And so those are some of the things we will address today. And if you happen to be on Oneness Talk Radio, Facebook, or YouTube, the chat is open. So jump in and say Hi. And you are welcome to ask questions of us of us as well in the chat if you feel so called. Um, and We'll do our best to address those as well. So, um, Patty, you want
1: to? We want to jump in
0: and share anything. I know this is your your favorite topic.
1: <laughs> this is by far anything of around the um, medical intuitive understanding the underpinnings of energy that contribute to all, all of our. Symptoms are illnesses and diseases, and it can be on the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual bodies, and these energies are often unconscious, and as Jerry mentioned, trained medical intuitives, we, we can see, sense, and feel your energy flowing through the traditional chakras, and how it flows gives us a wealth of knowledge and helps us to support our clients on their strengths to amplify. And then how do we bring that maybe to these areas where these congested energies are um, blocked, like Jerry said, where there's a lack of flow and to create then more of that vitality, um, healing, healing. It's not always a release of a symptom, but it's become coming into more harmony with yourself, your life, all of that. And so it's. um, if anybody shows up in the chat and has questions on any specific area, we'll gladly share some of that, too. Right. Um, And, you know, and let's kind of begin, let's begin at the
0: beginning. So, like, how does this happen? You know, so many of these unresolved emotions happen when we're a child.
1: And from the level of the even in utero we can start taking on, correct? Correct, mm-hmm. right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Even as a baby, right? Mm-hmm. If our needs
0: weren't met right mm-hmm. away and we're a tiny little baby and we had to cry and and wait for someone to pick us up or to feed us or to nurture us, that has an imprint for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so these are some of the things that we can do as healers to help determine what exactly happened and to help bring resolution to it. But even more so than even, well, that's a piece of it. But, you know, even as a child, when we're born into our family of origin, uh, unless it was anything other than peace, love and joy, chances are there is something there still hanging out unless you were allowed the freedom to, you know, kick and scream and yell and run around and shake it out and jump, you know, and, Without
1: judgment. Without
0: judgment. <laughs> Without judgment. I wasn't allowed to do that. With
1: full acceptance, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. How,
0: how many of you were allowed to do that? I mean, I think more parents are conscious now and maybe allow their kids the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. But I know um, my parents got to yell a lot at each other. And that triggered a lot in me, a lot of anger in me of, well, you know, why did you give me these parents, etc. cetera? But I wasn't allowed to scream and yell and get that out. No, girls don't
1: do that. And no, good and kids. That part of, right. That era, right, Cher? Um, right. Be seen, not heard. Some of us had that. Right. And and, the, and we're not putting any judgment on anybody here. Everybody did the best they could to the level of their consciousness. Correct. And many of our parents back then, um, you know, just that survival. I know, you know, I come from a large family. I'm the oldest of 13. My father was always working. And like you're saying, often short-tempered or um, impatient. But look at the stressors that they were probably under that. Then we, as these children, took on. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
0: And and an aspect of that is that we needed that. I mean, we chose our parents. Yes. Yes. And so we needed to go through that experience to harvest the gifts from it. But how many of us actually take the time to go through and harvest the gifts? And that's the only way that you're going to resolve those energies is by either harvesting the gift or by doing, you know, taking some action to release those unresolved motions, whether it, be, you know, and we'll talk about some of the ways, but journaling or EFT or seeing someone Mm -hmm. that can help you do that. But those those energies then, those angers and frustrations, you know, I, I can remember, um, for me, it was big around the throat and the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a very clear channel when I was young. And, you know, you might call it wisdom, but I don't think it was necessarily wisdom. It was just that I was an open channel like any child before they've had, you know, the knocks of life and the belief systems put upon them. And information just came to me. And I would say it matter-of-factly. And sometimes it wasn't appreciated. <laughs> and it wasn't believed, right? And I can remember getting slapped in the face. I can remember getting my mouth washed out with soap. I can remember having strep throat many a times. And I can remember um, the feeling of, uh, or I remember getting the feedback of, you um, because I said so, you know, just because I said so. So, you know, just because you're young, you don't know better. I'm older. I know better. And you're going to listen to me because I said so. And it was this strong feeling for me of utter disrespect, like you know nothing because you're just this little one so i know i did the flip side when i became a parent i listened to every single wise word that came out of my children's mouths because i can remember that right and any of those energies that were less than making you feel at harmony with life they they got they've got they're hanging out somewhere and then they're affecting every part of your life right now, whether you're
1: aware of it or not. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And every one of us came, you know, through birth and this um, sense of separation, you know, in, in the womb we're so connected the infinite prior to that in, in spirit. And, and we then through all of what Jerry's talking about, whatever we all went through, we took that on and, um, And looked at our parents as a God, so to speak. Right. And if our needs weren't met, we took on these beliefs. Um, We call them life scripts. There's something wrong with me is a very common life script, or I'm not enough, or I did something wrong, or I don't fit in. And I need to be punished is another one. So that's pretty universal that we all have some form of that in our life to look at to varying degrees. And it may not even be our parents. It could be, you know, other elders in our life. It could be teachers, coaches. I've worked with a lot of people who took on wounds by a well-meaning, however, um, not very enlightened um, coach or teacher saying, well, you'll never amount to much. Right. Or year two, whatever. And we'd swallow it, especially in those early years. We swallow everything the elders, you know, those that know better than us that we think, you know, gave to us and we swallowed it or took it in. And that's a lot of what will settle in any of the chakras in our body. But as Jerry mentioned, often in our throats, this this truth chakra. And some of us um, suffered with a lot of throat infections when we were infestering inflammation, right? The Mm -hmm. angers that we weren't safe to be with. Right. Right. So many things.
0: Mm -hmm. And and, and the truth might be that, okay, so children that didn't have any of that um, and who have this, you know, let's say a charmed life often will be the ones that will be righteous <laughs> as they go, get older. The, the ones who had to go through a lot of that um, have developed a certain amount of compassion mm-hmm. for everyone else because of what they went through. So they, they, they can relate. And, you know, especially if you're called to be a healer, Chances are you've had to go through a lot of those things because how can you truly have compassion and help others heal when you have no clue you know what pain is, what
1: unforgiveness is, what forgiveness does, what you know? Yeah, a good point you know I've mentioned prior. Um, when I was cracked open in my early 40s, then I had remembrances that came more forefront of uh, childhood sexual abuse by an extended family member. And those people, children, especially um, any age, um, that suffered that type of abuse, we often disassociated. We learned how to leave our body. And, and that's one of our big challenges as in our healing is, how do I embody this and safely feel that pain to heal that pain? Because it was very, very frightening. And there was a lot of many layers of beliefs and traumas that we could take on. Right,
0: right. And, you know, and we should actually move into that right now. You know, you had that trauma, Mm -hmm. you know, and others. And I had a huge trauma, too, my divorce when I had to leave my children Mm -hmm. and to Boise, Idaho. And then the seven years of court that followed where things didn't always go the way I would have hoped them to, or wanted them to, but I know there's, there can be, especially with trauma, layers and layers and layers. Yes, And I know with me, my experience went on for so many years and so long that it was just huge in me. And for some reason I couldn't scream it out. Um, I wish I would have, there was times that I got back from court where I just wanted to yell, but you know, I had, like my parents there or something, so I couldn't. And those energies get held in. And I was guided for the longest time to write a book, write a book, write. It. And it wasn't that I was being guided to actually write and publish a book. It was just one method of journaling where I could mm-hmm. get the first layer out. Because mm-hmm. I remember it being even so much that I couldn't process it. I couldn't even talk to people about it when they'd say, "Why you're here?" It just felt so big. <laughs> that that I couldn't even I couldn't even get into it because there was so much. So sometimes you have to take some of these things depending on how big they are and you have to release them in layers. The first layer might be just talking, screaming, yelling. The next yeah. layer might be just starting to journal the pieces out, you know, in a book or whatever. Yes. It, There's a it, lot
1: of power to that writing and I I remember um something I connected with years ago, he was a PhD and an MD. And he said how powerful it was to write with the written hand, moving it from one area of the brain to another. And it's extreme healing. He said it was more healing than so many methods that he uses. And, and I know that was through, um, the sudden death of my husband. That was the biggest way that I could just feel safe enough Mm -hmm. to, to pour out what's inside me, the anguish, the pain, and 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 it's was so beneficial that it eventually did become a book from those journals and um and I know some people struggle with having a difficult time to write and start you know like you say when it's so big and what I found is if it, if you start with saying even though I don't know if what if I did I would you know these sentence stems to just kind of grease the way and right. and just really keep loving yourself and just scribble even just do whatever to get something flowing out of you and not holding it all in. Right. And and better to do,
0: like Patty said, to physically write um, pen to paper mm-hmm. than because there's an actual physical release that happens that comes through your arm and out when you're doing pen to paper you know, and, and, you know, pillow over your head, hit the bed, scream and yell, something like that, that helps too. But oftentimes we have to go, we have to get those initial energy surges out, but then we have to go deeper to, you know, harvest, harvest the jewels of the experience. Believe it or not, there's almost always a jewel there. I mean, I can think of all the times that my parents might have been yelling and I hated it at the time. And dang you, God, you know, why'd you give me this? I'm this delicate little soul as a baby or whatever. And you give me this, right? Well, those times sent me off by myself. I can remember I'm leaving the house. So I don't want to listen to this. And I would go down by the river. And those are the most magical times where I would disappear and float and and harvest my divine connection,
1: right? That's that's beautiful. I was probably doing the same thing too, Jer. I I remember, especially in those preteen years, I grabbed a journal back then and my cat came with me and I go sit in the woods. (laughs) So look how we were, you know, divinely guided, you know, all the healing that happens in nature with the animals, with the water, with the writing. Right. Right. And I can share, you know,
0: I've, um, Patty said a key thing and that was about feeling safe. You you will not release these, this energy, any of them until you feel safe. So you need to, um, you know, whether you're going to go to someone who can help you do EFT, which is probably one of the best ways out there of releasing this stuff, make sure you find someone who makes you feel safe. Otherwise it'll be pointless. Right? right. And even for me, I had to move out of state into another one so that I could feel safe enough to even start letting go. Because literally I, I think I held my breath for three years, almost, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, while I was still in the thick of it. And so that's a huge, huge piece is to really, you know, and I can think too, when I first learned EFT, my thought was, well, I'm going to, um, clean myself out of everything from my childhood. And I remember sitting on the airplane, you know, tapping, 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 tapping. And here I just find out, you know, a few weeks ago that um, my hormonal issues and um, my part of my hair loss was affecting my pituitary because some of these things from the past had Mm -hmm. still not been cleaned out yet. And it was all the way back to, you know, things with my parents. And I'm thinking, "Oh my goodness, I've been doing this work for 14 years. How is that still there?" But I did my tapping on an airplane, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't releasing and connecting the way I were, really wasn't getting to it. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, touching it, going over it, but the only the way you know you're getting to it is um when when
1: it brings up tears. You have to really get to the point where you're you're bringing up right. it- yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique for anybody that's not fully aware yet, and it was developed um, by Daniel Craig back in the 80s. Since then, there are many, many, many healers and teachers and leaders that teach it in a variety of ways. And so we do a quantum healing sort of EFT, which is very powerful, and um and it, and it works on the um, meridians, or yes, the meridians mapped out. And there's emotions with every meridian. And th- it's the power to release these emotions with the trauma. And we hold that trauma or the memory, the, the movie in our mind. And that's it. Sometimes, you know, you, what comes to my mind, Jerry, is that we heal to the level we can at that time with our consciousness. And, and to know that when something comes up, in our face, that that is the time that you truly do have the resources to heal it. It will not come up if we don't have the resources within us, the resilience, the connections, all of that. And I I think um, I've seen that, you know, stated from different teachers in the spiritual and the science world. And that that helped me, too, by saying sometimes, why did I not know to do this then? You know, forgive, no we do the best we can with the level that we could because sometimes if you heal too much, too fast, I think we could combust, right? <laughs> <laughs> <A boom. laughs> you know, it, and isn't there often, Cherry, like you said, um one of the things you said, you know, we do a healing and we get, perhaps, you know, we need this plateau to stabilize balance for a while before the next. Sure. Well, that- mm-hmm.
0: oh, right. Cause each time we heal, we are opening our hearts again. And then there's a, um, an uplift energy that happens. It's actually your divine galactic blueprint that has to stabilize your ascended mm-hmm. heart to like restabilize, and then you're maybe ready to go again. But yeah, yeah. It, it, each time you do this, you're, you're opening your heart. And, um, so a way, a way to know is really, you know, how is your life? Are you healthy? right? Or are, are you completely healthy? Are the friends around you bringing you joy? Are you flowing through life? Do you have money in your life? You know, are you happy? Those are all, all signs that you've done really good on your healing work, and you're not holding any toxicity in your body. Um, if you have those things going on, you know, a good thing to do is sit down and connect with that inner child. You know, and go back and visit him or her. You'll have to sit real quiet, but um, and maybe take out a journal and ask that inner child, "Is there anything? What's there? How do you feel? How did you feel when you're um at home, and what kind of things you know caused you strife and connect really go back and connect with that? I know when I took the time to really do that, um, it, it didn't take long for me to find tears over over things. You know, I was so angry when my mouth got washed. I was soap you know, how dare she? It, it, did, it didn't take long to bring that up, and that's when you can really—that's um, really, if you know EFT, you—that's where you can really start freeing that energy quickly. But but it may it may be a journey backwards, you know, visiting that inner child and and really touching in with him or her and seeing how she or he is and and where they're at.
1: Absolutely. Every one of my clients will attest that they will get this practice um, many times when they're working with me because it really starts getting to the roots of Satan, no matter what age we are and we're having a symptom or a theme in our life where we're less than um, maybe it's in our partnership, maybe it's the money. When we go back to that inner child, we can find some of those roots. And that aspect of us is always within us. And what does that uh, inner child, younger perspective have um, as far as a belief or an unexpressed emotion? A need to feel safe, a need to, to just feel heard. Um, how, how do they need to feel more loved? And then as we give that to ourself, that aspect heals and helps us become more buoyant and present and creative in this moment. It's beautiful magic working with that inner yeah. child.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I can think, you know, there there's so many people are having digestive issues. Mm-hmm. So many not being mm-hmm. able to... Um, you know, digest the gluten or even the grains or whatever. And there's, there's a number of reasons are we're energetically, our frequencies are raising. And so some of these foods are out of alignment with that frequency, but a lot of it too is the digestive system. And it's around some of those things that happened as a child and the stomach is a lot about control and, um, so I had to go back to and take a look, you know, where where was control an issue when I was young? Well, I, I can remember being um, my days being kind of controlled in that you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do all these things before you can have free time. And I can remember hiding out in my bedroom and not wanting to pass my mom, because if I did, she would shout another thing out for me to do. And I remember later in life, it was like there was nothing I wanted to do that was a have-to. Like I hated have-tos mm-hmm. because I, and freedom was so ingrained in me. And same for my brother. Like don't tell us we have to do anything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it's a want-to, that's fine. Uh-huh. You know, but a have to. And so I had to do a lot of work on that. And um, I, I noticed patterns in me that were starting to develop like OCD about cleaning the house. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's about control, trying to control Mm -hmm. things. I'm Mm -hmm. like, my goodness, I'm becoming my mom. That's what she was. And she would shout out her OCD things at me. And I was the one that had to go pick up all the pieces and put them in place for, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So these, these are some things to take a look at, especially with the digestive area, because that's your area of empowerment And, you know, so where do you feel like your power has been taken as a child, right? Mm -hmm. Another, another point to look at, and it's your area of joy, right? right? That's your joy center. So if there's anything that's, um, feeling less than joy there, that would be, you know, any area around control or your power being taken. That's the center that you, you would want to look at.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. it's, It's, um, on the spiritual level, it's that trust, you know, can I trust my decisions? And that, you know, depending on so many things that went on before us in our life, how much can we trust ourselves in the infinite divine within us and and claiming all our gift skills and talents, right. you know, right. yeah, there's a lot of rich right there in that area. And yeah. digestion is big in today's world. But yeah, I see that. Yeah, huge. Um, so can
0: you, can you think of any other techniques you, you have used personally or you like to offer people to get to maybe some of that stuff if they want to do self-healing on
1: themselves? The ones we mentioned are huge. And then I, I do a, a meditation, you know, where you scan the body and you trust where you're called and you float above that area and you really tell it, you know, I'm here, I'm listening Uh, You know, that we're not, you know, wherever the body calls with a symptom, that we're not going in saying, we got to fix you. We got to change you because love and acceptance heal. And the more we can sit with that, and even if it's an emotion, right, Jerry, Mm -hmm. how healing it is when we can sit with our fear, when we can sit with our sadness and not have to change it and um, fix it. It's just acceptance. And often then it just, it'll dissipate or we'll get that deeper wisdom insight from it. So that going within and then um, and then asking that body part, whatever area calls, what is the message you have for me? And this is a beautiful way to enhance your connection with your your body, you know, trusting what you see, you feel, you sense, you know, you hear and and trust those messages. Keep developing that connection, the body with the spirit self.
0: Right, right. And that would be similar to the, um, you know, if you have a pain or an ache somewhere in the body, one hand on heart and one hand on that body part, the other hand, and start pumping love from the hand that's on the heart to the hand that's on that body part, sending it love that way. So similar. And, Mm -hmm. And don't despair if you don't get an answer. I know for me, my answers don't come immediately. Or sometimes they come so fast that I miss them. And Uh, so if I just say, okay, I know it's going to come to me. I'm going to let it go. Oftentimes when I go to bed at night, it'll show up in my dream state, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be shown a plate of vegetables that I need to eat, or I'll be shown, you know, whatever, the the body will talk to you. It's just a matter of relaxing the mind enough to hear the answers. And, And occasionally your answer will come in the next person that you meet. Right. Or it'll show up in an ad on Facebook or it'll, you know, (laughs) so you you really need to be awake. Mm -hmm. You have to Mm -hmm. know that the answer's coming and then you need to be awake to how it might appear because it'll show up in the way
1: that you can receive it. Exactly. Trusting that's that solar plexus again, that stomach, you know, trust your answers will come. You know, sometimes it's it's very vague, maybe, and then it'll enhance later in the day. But letting go and not being attached, I got to have is a key, like you mentioned, you know, another way that many people heal these, um, old body now, um, and and there's a big wave and you can just talk real briefly about, um, their, their, um, your, you know, how to do it safely, but there's a lot more about plant medicine, right, Terry, to help with, um, the traumas. And I, I love hearing how some of the doctors are, are starting to see the validity and the value to heal using these. Right, right. Yeah, there's, I know there's a
0: ketamine center here in Boise, and I think mm. that's probably pretty popular other places. But wow, I can tell you that probably each, I've done seven San Pedro journeys, and I can share that I've probably had um, a year's worth of healing out of each one of those. And it looks, <laughs> it looks like Patty. Patty may have been kicked out or frozen, so I'm going to see if she jumps back in. But um, I'll keep talking a little bit about the plant medicines until she, um, she comes back here. I'll, I'll do this until she comes back. Um, the plant medicines are incredible and largely because um, if you can relax your ego enough, it, it, it'll go in and it'll heal that. Um, there we go. I think she's back again. She's coming back in. Okay. There you are.
1: <laughs> it was just, right. It was just mine. That yeah. It was out. just,
0: it was just yours. I, I was still talking about the plant medicine a little bit.
1: But um, I knew you could and, do that. I, I there's a yeah, storm I, happening outside here again. We're uh, having a lot. So
0: lots of cleansing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I've had really good luck with the San Pedro. Um, fabulous. It's lots of Shakti. It opens the heart. And anytime you're going to open the heart, you get lots of healing. Um, great luck with also uh, magic mushrooms. They've, you know, even microdoses, they relax the ego and the mind as well. And when you can be super present is when you can do your best healing work. If you're in a state of panic or anxiety or f- frantic, that's not the best time because you can't be present with yourself in order to, to love those aspects that need to be loved. So yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, in a safe setting, trust your source, yes. have a clear intention. Yeah. And it can be beautiful. I haven't used, um, have had as many experiences as you have. However, I know how hugely beneficial it's been for some people in their traumas.
0: Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and, and and something you might try, say, that works really well, it's worked for me, like, let's say you are having, um, I don't know, kidney problems, for example. Um, so say the positive affirmation of that. My kidneys are working beautifully, you know, and go through, they're in perfect vitality. And the minute you do that, you will draw to yourself all all the energies that are stopping your kidneys from being in perfect vitality. <laughs> but once again, you need to be aware of what's showing up. You need to be watching out for what people are saying, conversations you're overhearing, ads that are appearing in front of you, and you will you will get the wisdom on on what it is that you need to take a look at.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned earlier trusting our dream state and you know, our, our guidance and intuitive hits will often come just when we're most relaxed, playing, right. doing something meditative like gardening. And all of a sudden we're going, bling, and there it is, you know. So trust and be up. And that's when we're less distracted. We'll get that and receive that wisdom, connection of spirit here. <laughs> well,
0: that, that's the getting out of your mind thing again. Yes. Right? So, for those people who are in their mind a lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where the plant medicines can be helpful because they'll, you know, even subtle microdoses can help relax that mind so you can be more open to Mm -hmm. the intuition and to the guidance and to the knowings. And um, uh, another way that I've had fabulous luck with some really profound healing is with fire. Yes. And that's yes. something that people don't often think about, but fire transmutes yes. and you can receive the energy of something that has been burnt in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was done with my court experiences, I put all the, all the um, papers in a fire and I literally felt the energies that were tied to those papers dissolving in me as the fire was burning. Now you, I can't say that you're all going to feel that because you have to be highly sensitive to feel that, but I can say with all knowing that it absolutely works,
1: whether you're feeling it or not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And again, it goes with intention, right? Our intentions are so powerful in today's war energy and the intention going together and, um, yeah, the journaling, all the old old hurts, burning them, and then trusting that's transmuting and then following up with another healing technique is true forgiveness, right? right. Jerry mentioned earlier of gaining some of the wisdom, the insights, the lessons, the what did what did I need to develop in me from this? right? Some of some of us through what we've been through, such resilience, tenacity, courage. And do we claim that there's that third chakra again, you know, claim that, that I really have this developing our worth. And then we can so forgive ourselves and the others for their role. Right. That's one of the greatest healing tools, too. Right.
0: Right. The, the harvesting the gifts um, I can share. And I maybe have shared this before, but I'll do it again because it's fitting for this show that i um, mm-hmm. So I had to leave my son, who was 11, when I moved to Boise, mm-hmm. and I missed his growing up for all of his middle school and high school years. I only meet him mm-hmm. maybe twice a year, mm-hmm. and um, he was really tossed around back and forth. We had, we had police coming to our house in the school. I mean, it, it was a mess for quite a few years. Most of his, for him, from literally from third grade until he graduated you know, so he, there, there was a lot for him. And I sat down and, um, did a, a like a Facebook live with him, me and Boise and him in Minnesota, and, you know, and I said, you know, is there anything good that came from all of this for you? Anything at all? And he said, absolutely, mom, I'm fearless. Wow. And he said, there's nothing now that I can't walk through. Yeah. And so, A young boy who at that time was 17 is now 19, out in this uncertain, weird world, he's saying there's nothing he can't walk through. I mean, maybe from a higher perspective, that is what he chose to make him strong enough. You know, had I been there and babied him like I was really good at because I loved doing (laughs) it, (laughs) right? I certainly wouldn't have made it strong enough, for sure.
1: (laughs) yeah we don't always like how things come through but that's and for that young man now to claim that that that's so beautiful jerry and you know in my side of stories i've shared you know my children were young from seven to seventeen the six kids when their father died suddenly and and each one will also share how much more compassionate they are Mm -hmm. to other people you never know what somebody's walking through and then there's other gifts that they each individually have have gained. And so to see that this was all part of each one of our soul's journey for this incarnation lifetime potentiality.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. I, I wanted to share one more thing about the fire, because I think yeah. mm-hmm. it's really profound. Um When I moved to where I'm at right now, luckily I have a fireplace so I can actually get intimate with these fires and be intentional. So I was going through, I had all these old photographs of my ex-husband and I, Mm -hmm. I mean, middle school, high school, um, lots of them. And I'm like, what should I do with these? Well, a um, truck happened to park right in front of me with the date of our wedding on the back of the truck, 1993, and it had a flame around it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's my wedding date. There's a flame around it. Okay, I meant to throw these photos in the fire. So I put on some nice music, and I just kind of tossed them all in, wedding photos. And within seconds, and, and I didn't do this with anger or rage or none of that. It was just I knowing that I needed, it was time for these to go now and transmute. And I sat there and I had the vision. I saw us as best friends on another dimension. I saw us running through fields together. I saw him literally, you know, saying to me, you know, I'm going to have to be the world's biggest ass to you, but I'm going to help you get where you need to go. You know, and please don't forget this. Please don't forget this. And my heart blew wide open. Mm -hmm. And I think I cried straight for two days. Well, my heart just kept opening and opening and opening. Urgent. And this was just a simple throwing some mm-hmm. throwing some photos in a fire with, you know, a good intention, not out of anger. So, what, so you know, if that can help you, too, um, that's
1: a consideration. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Those are all beautiful stories and um, ways to offer others to support their unraveling of the old hurts right. brahmas things that we've all gone through to to gain those gifts lessons that perspectives right right so patty i know that
0: you have you have actually a client in 15 minutes so um, i'm gonna pull one card yep. and for all of us you yep. want to read it and yep. And then we will be on our merry way. We've got the Source One Discover Source card. One.
1: Beautiful. Feel the energy of that. Wow.
0: Source One Discover card.
1: Mm-hmm. Source One Discover. See the divine in everything. <laughs> ah, isn't that what we're saying? And be empowered in all actions.
0: Okay. See the divine in everything. Yes. And be empowered in all actions. So that means you need to take action on things that are happening to you. You need to be empowered with it and not allow yourself to be a victim.
1: (laughs) And there's your solar plexus again. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay, everyone. Well, it was our pleasure to be with you all today. Thank you for being in the chat. Um, Yes. Yeah. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.